I mean, might as well. The following program contains violence, disturbing imagery, nudity, and oh my god, why are you even watching this? Just run away. This shit is going to give you nightmares. For real. Nightmares where you are running naked on a treadmill made of razor blades, and your third grade teacher is pointing and laughing at you. And even if you survive the treadmill with your feet intact, she is going to tell you that you flunked the third grade, which negates all the rest of your achievements. The program is rated TVMANSFWOMFGGAFTTVBYGAS. It is unsafe for epileptics. It kills lab rats. Why are you still here? This show came out of the dark recesses of a coked-up guy's mind who has just been given too much privilege and access and now just takes a depraved delight in disturbing and scaring you. In fact, if we're being totally honest here, the original creator never expected a third-season pickup, so now he's just trying to think of creative ways to kill the characters off. Seriously, d don't watch this. We can't warn you strongly enough. Do you need a doctor of some kind? What is the matter with you? Viewer discretion is advised. You wanna censor something, motherfucker, censor this. It's a new week, so I might as well record a new podcast episode. Bruv, I feel incredible. I feel amazing. Legit, life is awesome. Okay? And you know what, bruv? Celebrate life every day. Because this shit is a fucking gift. It's not guaranteed. It's unpredictable. Tomorrow is not promised. I know that shit is cliche. But you know what, bruv? It's true. All facts. I love life. Now tell me something. How are you doing? How's everything going? Are you getting the bag? Huh? How's your mental health? Is everything okay, bro? How's your day going? Is everything good? Huh? Is everything great? Are you okay, bro? Are you fucking okay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're right, big fan, man. Um, um, my day was awesome, bro. I'm 21 years old, still living in my fucking parents' house, right? So ain't that some fucking bullshit, son? And look, 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 not, that's not where we stop. Nigga, I went to college, nigga. I went to fucking college, nigga. And I, I got my degree and shit. And nigga, I'm still fucking broke, son. I'm still fucking broke, son. I'm still fucking broke. Nigga, you got motherfuckers like Blue Ivy getting born into have rich-ass families like Beyonce and shit, nigga. My broke-ass family couldn't provide a cent for my ass, nigga. I'm a broke-ass nigga. Still struggling to pay bills, nigga. You gonna ask me how my fucking day was, nigga? How was your fucking day, B? How was your... I bet you get all that YouTube money, nigga. YouTube, who, who, who was my new video? Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. Talk about, nigga. Fuck that bullshit. What the fuck? Hey, yo, nigga. Get up off of your ass, nigga, and go out there and hustle. Go out there and get it. Because it's not going to come to you, bro. Just because you have a degree, it don't mean that a fucking career is going to fall from the sky.
There's no manna from heaven out here, bruv. Nothing is sweet. Go out there and make shit happen, nigga. The fuck is going on with these kids, bruv? Motherfuckers out here complaining. You are 21 years old, nigga. Go out there and make shit happen, nigga. Legit. Grab life by the fucking balls, nigga. That's how it goes. Rah. Might as well. Start the podcast. Might as well. 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 A cornucopia of truths. Right off the bat, I want to start with the truth, okay? Bruv, look, it's a fucking miracle that this episode is recorded, okay? It's a fucking miracle. Because, bruv, look, I've had five attempts, five failed attempts at recording this episode, bruv. This is my sixth. Insane. Bro, this is one of those days where there's family all over the place. Okay? (laughs) Bruv, every part of the crib is occupied. You hear me, bro? Every corner of this fucking yard is occupied, bruv. And all I want to do is record. Okay? All I want to do is fucking hide. And record in a quiet space. There's no quiet. Right? There's no fucking quiet. Legit. There's a lot of fucking ambient sounds. I'm pretty sure you guys can hear that, right? There's people talking in the background. There's music. There's fucking dogs barking. Hey, bro. It is what it is. There's fucking ambient sound. The most important thing here, bruv. Is the fact that this episode came out. Okay? This episode got recorded yet again. Maui fucking Mao delivered. It is what it is. Without fail. Whether I'm sick. Whether I'm healthy. Right? Whether I got space or not. I'll always deliver, bruv. I'll always find a way, bro. A few hours ago, I tried recording in the car. Bro, 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 (laughs) it was a disaster, okay, bro, the car was super hot, it felt like I was chilling in a coffin, okay, that's how it felt, it felt like I was recording well, attempting to record in a coffin, I was like, bro, wait, Am I in an episode of Six Feet Under, bro? It's crazy, bro. I felt like I was recording in a hole. It was hot as a motherfucker, bro. All facts. Bro, I tried to record in the whip. I tried. I tried, bro. I gave it my best shot. I gave it the old college try, as they say, but I failed. I didn't get my fucking diploma. I didn't get my fucking degree, bruv. I left the whip, and I was like, nah, bruv, I'm out of here. Legit. 
I was out the fucking sweating buckets. Okay? Hey, bro, look, I was sweating cats and dogs. It was raining on my forehead. It was raining on my forehead. It is what it is. Time fall. Time fall. Death Stranding? It is what it is. Life is insane, bro. You know? Life is fucking insane. Like, the life of a content creator, bro, is a wild. You feel me? Especially a fucking podcaster. You know? Because you need quiet. Right? Like, you need to record in a fucking vacuum. Legit. Facts. You need pin drop silence, bruv, to record a podcast. All facts, bro. All facts. There's what it is. There's how it is. That's how the fucking cookie crumbles, bro. And I hope your fucking cookie, bro, is a fucking Oreo. First you twist it. Then you lick it. Then you dribble and dunk it. Just like LeBron, bro. 17th year, bro. 17th year, bro. Dude, I was watching that Lakers versus the Sacramento Kings game, bro. Bruh, insane. Insane. Bro, LeBron dunked over this white dude from wherever. Because, you know, bro. White dudes are all over the place. They colonized the world. White people colonized the world. Okay? And LeBron made his fucking ancestors proud. By dunking over this white dude from wherever. Where are white people from? The Caucasus Mountains, bro? Who cares? Who gives a fuck? It is what it is. From the fucking Caucasus Mountains, the Cockadoodle Mountains, bro, it don't matter. Okay? It don't matter. The truth is, we are all from Africa, bro. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay? We are all from Africa, bro. Study anthropology, archaeology. Legit, bro. Do your fuck. In the history, bro. Do your fucking Googles. We are all from Africa, and that's all that matters, bro. That's all that matters. We are all fucking Ghanaian. We are all South Africans. We are all fucking Mozambican. We are all from Africa. It is what it is. But I digress. LeBron dunked over this white dude from Africa. <laughs> okay? Bro. LeBron put his nuts on this dude's shoulder. Yeah. Bruv, this dude was trying to fucking defend LeBron, right? And LeBron was like, nah, bruv. Nah. Nah. I'm gonna dunk it. Hey, bro, look, I'm gonna twist it. I'm gonna lick it. I'm gonna dribble it. And then I'm gonna dunk it. It is what it is. Deal with it. Deal with it. Bro, LeBron looked at this white dude on some... Yo, bro, are you allergic to fucking nuts? Are you allergic, bro? Huh? Are you one of those fucking assholes on planes? Right? Are you one of those assholes on planes who are allergic to fucking nuts? And then fucking not eating has to get banned on the fucking plane? Hey, yo, bro, I love my cashews. Okay? I love my cashews, bro. This is what it is, bro. I love my fucking almonds. I want my almonds. Okay? 
LeBron looked at this dude and said, like, yo, bro, are you allergic to nuts? Yes or nah? The dude was like, no. And LeBron was like, hey, yo, bro, here's some nuts. <laughs> okay? And fucking gently laid his nuts on top of this man's fucking left shoulder. Bro, it is what it is. That's real life. 17th year, bro. 17th year. Think LeBron scored like 29 points. 11 assists. Right? And like four rebounds, bro. Something light. Something light. 17th year, bro. He's out here fucking dunking like he's only second. It is what it is. Deal with it. Deal with it. The king is here, bro. You motherfuckers out there calling him washed. It is what it is. The chosen one, bro. 17th year, bro. 17th year. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Damn, bruv, yo. You know, people underestimate longevity. Okay? People underestimate longevity. People underestimate consistency, bro. They do. The world... Like, the, yo, bro. Most people on this planet underestimate... Being good for that long. Okay? Not many people are that good for that long, bruv. Don't underestimate longevity. Don't underestimate consistency, bruv. That shit is rare. That shit is rare. The fact that LeBron is on his 17th year and doing what he's currently doing is insane. Insane. But it is what it is, bruv. 17th year, bro. 17th year. I like that shit, man. You know? I really do. Because consistency is key, bruv. In everything you do, be consistent. Okay? Be about the mission. Legit, bruv. Don't get distracted. Okay? I know, bruv. There are too many fucking distractions out there. I know. I know. Don't be out there getting distracted. Focus. Focus, bruv. That shit will get you far. All facts. Legit. Motherfuckers are easily distracted, bruv. They're never consistent. They're never consistent. Consistency is key. Consistency is everything. Legit. All facts. Bruv. Yo. Dude, I'm starting to question the consistency of the fucking Indian community. Okay? I mean, bruv, let's be real. Right? Let's keep it a buck. Right? There's a fucking stereotype out there that Indian people are smart. Right? Indian people got great hair. We all know the fucking stereotypes. We get it. We get it. Oh, Indian people are successful. Hey, bro, we get it. Oh, Indian people have their own economy. Hey, yo, bro, we get it. We get it. We get it. But, bruv, I'm starting to question their consistency, bro. Because, yo, as of late, Indian people are switching up at a thousand miles per hour. Legit. Indian people in South Africa, especially, they are switching up. All facts. They are switching up. Bro, yo, 
the queen shared this crazy Facebook post with me, right? This post is uh, uh, of a friend of her as well. You know, she grew up with this person. They went to the same school, right? And this girl was out there celebrating her fucking boob job. And she's Indian, right? This girl's Indian. She was out there celebrating her boob job. What? Bro, yo, huh? Fam, yo, that post was insane. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say this person's name. But, bruv, that post was fucking insane. Right? She said a bunch of stuff on there like, oh, yo, I finally got, like, eight boobs. Oh, you know, now I'm a bad bitch. Oh, now I can go to Dubai. Right? She said a lot of shit. She said a lot of shit. But, bruv, do you know what caught my eye? Bruv. The way that she ended the post. Okay? The way that she ended her mini essay. Right? Bruv, at the end of her fucking soliloquy, she was like, Friends who do cosmetic surgery together stay together. Evidently, this post was some kind of a fucking tribute to her fucking friendship with some other girl. Who has also been under the knife. Right? Who has also went under the fucking knife. Who has also been fucking split open. With a hammer and a sickle. Like T.I.'s daughter. This is crazy bro. This is fucking insane. Friends who do cosmetic surgery together. Stay together. What? Bro, yo, yo, ayo, ayo, the Indian community has to come together on this one. Okay? Ayo, bro, yo, yo, you motherfuckers gotta talk. All of y'all. Every Indian under the sun has to fucking, you know, talk about this shit. You motherfuckers need a meeting. Legit. Y'all need a meeting, bro. Y'all need to come together and discuss this shit. Bro, yo, what happened to good old Indian girls? Huh? What happened to those Indian girls who fasted to humble their haters? Who got married at the age of 16 and sacrificed their hair to Vishnu for sport? (laughs) Yo, yo, Indian girls sacrificed their hair for sport. Legit. I know they say it's for luck, but nah, bruv, nah, 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 nah. You motherfuckers are having a competition. Okay? Who can sacrifice more? Huh? Who can sacrifice the most hair? Legit. It's a competition, bruv. These motherfuckers are sacrificing their hair for sport. It's crazy, bruv. What happened to those girls who sacrificed their hair to Vishnu for sport? Do you know what I think, bruv? I think those girls got too lucky. That's what I think. They sacrificed too much hair. And now, Bonang has all of it. <laughs> Legit, bruv. All follicles matter. All of them. All follicles matter. God damn it. It is what it is. Man, I want to know. You know, whatever happened to praying twice a day? 
right? Whatever happened to praying at fucking dawn and dusk, bro? Whatever happened to that? What happened to those Indian girls? Okay? I, I want those girls to come back. Legit. Bro, these days Indian girls want to be bad bitches. And bruv, I'm seeing this everywhere. All day, every day. On Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. What the fuck is going on? Do you know who I blame? Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> Legit That's who I blame Right Bro Priyanka Chopra Is the whitest Indian girl of all time All facts And what happens Huh What happens White girls Right Eventually want to be black girls Right And so now bro you, you, You can see the fucking cycle Right You can see the fucking link Right White girls want to be black girls. Indian girls want to be fucking white girls who are becoming black. So what happens to Indian people? They become black. They adopt black culture. Now we have a bunch of Indian girls rocking fashion over. (laughs) It is what it is. It's crazy. The game is fucked up, bruv. It is what it is. These days, Indian girls want to be bad bitches. And bruv, it's crazy. Okay? It's crazy. It's crazy, bruv. Bruv, yo. Indian girls don't have the sauce. But now, they are getting the sauce. Well, whoa, whoa. What happened to the Indian girls? That can make sauce. (laughs) You feel me? They don't want to make sauce anymore. They want to be dipped in the sauce. The game is crazy, bro. The game is crazy. No facts. The game is fucking crazy, bro. Now Indian girls are out here going to South Africa's equivalent to fucking Dr. Miami. Right? And most Indian people are in Durban, KZN. So, bruv, yo, our equivalent to Dr. Miami is fucking Dr. Nganza. <laughs> Legit. Because, bruv, yo, Indians love KwaZulu-Natal, bruv. They love that place like it's fucking Silicon Valley. They love that place like it's a fucking pot of gold. All facts. All facts, bruv. Yo, word is Indian people, right, in India... Have around one trillion dollars of gold. Like, bro, yo, if you combine, if you pull all of the fucking gold in India, right? All the fucking jewelry pieces and shit. The dollar value of all that jewelry is one trillion dollars. It's crazy, bro. So, dude, Indian people in South Africa love KwaZulu Natal like it's a pot of gold. Okay? That's how it goes, bro. Dude, the world is insane. We are now living in the upside down, bro. The world has gone fucking flat out crazy. It is what it is. Bro, these new Indian girls are swapping bindis for nipples. Okay? They are going dot for dot. Like Yayo Kusama. <laughs> Do your Googles. If you don't know who Yayo Kusama is, bruv, you are uncultured, okay? You are uncultured. Do your Googles, bro. Do your Googles. They are going dot for dot like Yayo Kusama. Fire! 
Their fucking chakras are all the way fucked up. They are not connected to the fucking cosmos anymore. Okay? They are not connected to the cosmos anymore, bruv. Their fucking third eye shut. Legit. They are now one with the fucking hosmos. Okay? They are out there fucking floating. Right? Chilling with hoes and shit. They are now connected with the hosmos. And bruv, that's how it goes. Indian girls are sick and tired of looking unfuckable. They want to be fuckable. They want to be fuckable. That's how it goes. Man, we are living in a crazy time, bruv. We are living in a crazy time. Friends who do cosmetic surgery together stay together. Put that on your t-shirt. Put that on your t-shirt, bruv. All facts, bruv. Man, what's going on, man? What's going on? The world is insane, bruv. But you know what? The world has always been fucking insane. Legit, look at the beef between fucking Pakistan and India. That shit has been going on for fucking millennia. How about squash the beef? I mean, bruv, if 50 Cent and Fed Joe can sit down, right, and fucking squash the beef, surely Pakistan and India can squash the beef. Because, bruv, yo, 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 that 50 and Fed Joe beef, bruv, that shit was serious. That shit was mad real. 50 Cent versus Joey Crack, that was real. That was crazy, bruv. If those two can squash their beef, surely Pakistan and India can do the same. You know, bruv, yo, if Jay-Z and Nas can squash their beef, surely Pakistan and India can squash their beef as well, bruv, yo. Hove, the takeover, Ether, like, dude, yo, yo, bruv, super ugly dude, bruh, I mean, classics, classics, those songs are classic, all facts, bruv, that beef is fucking, yo, yo, dude, yo, that's the best beef ever, legit, that's the best beef ever. I don't fuck with the Tupac and Biggie beef that much because it ended tragically. Okay? Keep it on wax. Keep it on wax. Don't take it to the fucking grave. Okay? I don't want to see fucking tombstones and shit. No. Keep it on wax. Keep it pure. Keep it hip-hop. Keep it fucking rap. Legit. Right? Because, bro, yo, yo, hip-hop. Got started in the park in the fucking Bronx. Right? It's innocent. That's what hip-hop is supposed to be, bruv. Innocent and pure. Sure, drop the fire bars, but bruv, don't pull out the fucking guns. Okay? Legit. So if fucking Nas and Jay-Z can squash their beef, surely Pakistan and India can fucking cut the bullshit. Okay? They can cut the bullshit. And bruv, yo, I I guess Pakistan is majority Muslim, right? And India is majority Hindu. Hey bruv, yo, dude, yo. I think 
the beef, right, between Muslims and Hindus is all about the number of times each fucking religion prays. All facts. Right? Like, bro, yo, yo, I look at it like this. I think Hindus are like Marvel, right? And Muslims are like fucking DC, right? Like, dude, Hindus love color and flowers and shit, right? And powder and fucking spices and shit. Muslims, uh, you know, they, 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 they like the fucking desert, right? Like, yo, Muslims are minimalist, right? And Hindus are maximalist. <laughs> All facts. They practice maximalism, bruv. And Muslims, they practice minimalism. Muslims are like APC. And Hindus are like fucking Versace. That's how it goes. And I think the beef is all about the number of times each religion prays. Okay? Hindus think they better because, you know, they got color. You know, they love gold, right? They love wealth. Hindu people love wealth. Muslims, nah, not that much. Right? They like the dirt. They're fucking frugal. Right, they love oil and the fucking desert and fucking camels and shit. That's what they like. But still I say, the beef is all about how many times each religion prays. Muslims pray five times a day. <laughs> Bruh. Five, yo, five times a day? Yo, bro, do Muslim people get to do anything? Yo, bro, praying five times a day is crazy. But it's a beautiful thing. Okay? It's a beautiful thing. Time consuming, sure. Yeah. But it's a beautiful thing. You don't get to have a fucking life. Yeah. But praying five times a day is a beautiful thing. Okay? They call the prayers salat. A lot You know what I mean Like praying five times a day It's a lot (laughs) Okay It's a lot bro It's a lot It's in the fucking name It's a lot Praying five times a day bro It's a lot It's a lot But it's a beautiful thing The five prayers are called Salat, bro. Right? The second pillar of Islam, bro. Word is God ordered Muslims to pray five times a day. Whether they like it or not. If you Muslim, bro, you pray five times a day. Salat. 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 But it's a beautiful thing. Muslims pray five times a day. Five times a day. Hindus pray two times a day. Two times a day. Hey, bro. Hey, hey. Two times a day. That's it. They pray two times a day at dawn and at dusk. That's it. That's it. My word is. Devout Hindus, you know, pray a lot as well. 
They pray more often. Right? They pray whenever they feel like it. They can pray five times, six times, ten times. Who gives a fuck? It's a lot. So word is, some Hindu people practice some fucking Muslim things. Right? Some of them pray a lot. But like the standard is two times a day. Right? Two times a day. That's it. That's it. Right? Hindu people pray as much as they brush their teeth. Two times a day. That's it. That's all you need, bro. That's all you need. God understands, bro. God gets it. You pray when the sun pops up and then you pray when the sun sets. That's it. That's how it goes. It's a wrap. Two times a day, that's it. That's it. Okay? So I'm pretty sure Muslim people feel like they're better than fucking Hindus because they pray more. Meaning, meaning they have a deeper connection to fucking God than Hindu people. That's what they believe. That's what they think. They're like, hey, yo, bro, look, I pray five times a day. I pray five times a day. You know? That's a fucking Italian Muslim. <laughs> hey, I'll be out there making pizza. And then I just drop it and stop it. Drop on my knees and pray to Allah. Pray. I pray to God. I pray to God. I pray every day, five times a day. Five times a day. I pray for my family, I pray for me, I pray for Bardadi. He was a bad man, but he had a mission. He was consistent. (laughs) That's how it goes. So Muslims feel like they are doper because they pray more. They have a deeper connection to God because they pray more. Indian people, they're like, nah, we ain't got to do all that. We got wealth. (laughs) Wealth, enjoyment, self-employment. That's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. Self-employment, wealth, enjoyment, bruv. Hindu people are like, nah, 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 we ain't doing all that. No. No, we got tigers to tame. Hey, bro, we ain't praying five times a day. Nah, bro. We got gold jewelry to make. We got fucking new technologies to invent. Okay? Legit. We ain't doing all that. Nah, bro. We ain't doing all that. You know, Hindu people think they're better than Muslim people because they got wealth. And Muslim people think they're better than Hindu people because they pray more times in a day. I think that's where the beef stems from. Right there. That's the fucking root of the beef. The prayers. The prayers and then it fucking boils over from there. Right? It snowballs. And now look. Pakistan and India. Hey. They don't fuck with each other. They don't. Right? Especially when fucking India and Pakistan are playing cricket, bro. Yo, bro, when it's India versus Pakistan, bro, the world stops. A little bit. A little bit. 
a little bit like, yo, it doesn't allies like, hey, 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 everybody else, shut the fuck up. This is it. This is it. Right? The, the world stops a little bit. When Pakistan and India are playing, like, bruv, a cricket game, bro, the world stops a little bit. A little bit. You can feel it in the air that, nah, 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 this is not an ordinary Saturday. This is not an ordinary Wednesday. No. Pakistan, India, trashing on the pitch, on the field. It's bats all over the place. Right? It's wickets all over the place. It's fours and sixes. It is what it is. The world stops a little bit. Stops a little bit. Just you think to win you just a little bit. Just, just, fucking, just a fucking little bit. It stops. It stops. Right? And then they go head to head, bro. They go head to head. Right? Camels versus tigers. It is what it is. They go head to fucking head, bro. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But that's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. You know? Like, bro, look, look. You know? Uh, I don't fuck with religion. You know? Sure, I like saying, I like saying, Inshallah, Mashallah, Ali. Right? I like that. It's cool. But look, bro, look, I don't fuck with religion. Period. Whether it's fucking Islam or it's fucking Christianity. Nah, 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 nah. I don't like things that divide us. I don't like that shit. I don't like religion. I don't like flags. I don't fuck with any of that shit. Nationalism. Oh, oh, I'm Nigerian. Therefore, I don't fuck with y'all. Oh, we are South African. Therefore, we don't fuck with y'all. I don't fuck with that shit, bro. I don't like things that divide people. Legit. Right? There's too much fucking division. And it's all because of flags and religion. Ooh, that's a bar. That's a bar. Maybe I should fucking spit that, you know, and drop wow too. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed wow. Um, it, it was a dope project, man. I just did that because, you know, why not? It's fun, you know? Let me just hit y'all with fucking 41 minutes of nothing but bars. Acapella Freestyles Off the Domington bruv Legit None of that Oh let me scribble a bar Nah 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 I spit straight from the dome That's how I go That's how I go bruv I hope you guys enjoyed that This is what it is You know Y'all niggas heard that The boys just fucking Yo Yo I'm crazy with it (laughs) Hey bro Hey I'm crazy with it But I digress. I digress. Man, the world is divided. We need to fucking come together, bruv. You know? We need to come together, bruv. Which is why I love uh, Hideo Kojima's new game. Death Stranding. Because it's all about connecting humanity, bruv. Connecting people. Right? It's all about connecting people, bruv, because there is strength in numbers, bro. You know? And everything is just better when we are together. (laughs) That sounds like some bullshit-ass slogan, right? 
by a South African bank or a South African fucking network. Oh yeah, battle together. Or fucking South African insurance. You know, they love using those types of fucking words here. Oh, everything is better if we do it together. But you know what, bro? It is. It is. Everything is better when we are together, bro. You know? Bruv, Death Stranding is incredible. Legit. Like, bruv, I think that every human being on this planet needs to fucking play it or experience it. Legit. If, if you are not a gamer, bro, like, just go on Twitch, right? And watch other people play it. All facts, bruv, yo, it's, it's an incredible game. I have never played a game like this in my life. Ever. Ever. Many people call it a fucking walking simulator. I don't think it's a walking simulator. It's beyond that, bruv. It's something else. Like, this game is so fucking alien, bruv. Like, yo, dude, Hideo is a genius. Everything about this game is incredible. Many people were complaining about the first two episodes, bro. And you know what? You know what? I have nothing to complain about. Okay? Episode 1 and 2 were incredible for me. And you know what I believe? I believe that Hideo Kojima, right, was literally fucking weeding out the people who are not meant to play this game. Legit. He was weeding out the people who don't deserve this game. The first two episodes are all about... Just fucking testing your resolve. Right? He's literally testing us. The gamers. On the first two episodes. Like, bruv, yo. Are you ready for this shit? Are you up for this shit? Those are the questions that Hideo Kojima is asking. You know? Are you stranded? Yes or nah? If you are not stranded, then stop playing. Right? Stop playing Death Stranding and go play fucking Fortnite. And look, bro, Fortnite is a great game. Okay? But fucking Death Stranding is something else. This game feels like the future. It feels like the future. It is the future. So, episode one and two, I believe that Hideo Kojima was just fucking separating the stranded from, you know, the normies. Legit. Because at the end of episode two, I don't want to spoil the game, but at the end of episode two, um, where you finally get to meet the first fucking antagonist, right? Or the main antagonist of this game, a guy by the name of Higgs. When you meet Higgs, he asks you, your character, you are Sam, Sam Porter Bridges. He asks you, like, hey, yo, bro, aren't you tired of the grind? Huh? Ain't this what you want, a game over? Don't you want to quit? He asks you, as the character, like, hey, yo, bro, aren't you tired of the grind? And, bro, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, Hideo is a fucking genius. Right? He knew that the first two episodes are going to piss a lot of people off. Because those fucking two episodes, bruv. Yo, dude, they are fucking trudging as fuck. Legit. 
So he's like, hey, yo, bro, are you going to embrace the charge, yes or nah? Huh? Is this game for you, yes or nah? Those first two episodes, bruv, they are long as fuck. Right? Frustrating as fuck. But you know what, bruv? They are beautiful as fuck. Okay? Embrace the trudge. Embrace the trudge, bruv. Okay? Embrace the trudge. Those first two episodes are heavy, man. They heavy. They take a toll on your fucking brain. Legit. They are heavy. You are out there fighting with BTs. You are out there walking fuck for fucking miles on end. It's crazy. But I believe that those first two episodes are a fucking uh they are like a test. Right? And those who pass it get rewarded. You know what I mean? They get rewarded. Because the game opens up once you hit episode 3. So that's your reward. Right? Your reward is a great game. A better game. Right? From what you experience on episode 1 and 2. You get a better game. You get a more uh, intriguing game. You get a more fucking engaging game. And all of that. But those first two episodes, bruv. They are a test. And if you fail that test, you ain't stranded, bro. I don't know what to tell you, bro. You ain't stranded. You are just a guy playing a game. Legit. You ain't stranded. You are just a dude playing a game. Don't know what to tell you. Don't know what to tell you. Legit. And bruv, I loved every single second of those first two episodes. I enjoyed everything about them. Everything. I got no complaints. The people who are complaining about this game, they never got to episode three. Evidently. Right? They quit at episode one and two. And you know what, bruv? The game is not for you. And you know what, dog? It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Right? It's okay. Go play Fortnite. Go play Minecraft. It's okay, dog. You know? Death Stranding is high art. I get it. Right? There's a lot to fucking take in. There's a lot to digest. I get it. I get it. There's a lot of fucking moving pieces, bruv. A lot of moving parts. Everything is happening at once. BTs, bridge babies. Right? You gotta connect the fucking country and shit. A lot is happening. The beach. The seam. Dooms. Higgs. Everything is happening. The dead in the land of the living, bruv. Everything is happening at once. Right? And I understand it, bruv. Most people don't have the fucking capacity. They don't have the fucking, you know, the fucking intellection to get all of this shit. But you know what, dog? I get it. I get it. And I love it. I do. I love this game, man. It's incredible.
it made me view death in a different way, right? This game makes makes you as the player, right, to fucking question mortality and uh, and death and what happens after all of this shit, right? It made me question my existence, my spirit, soul, body, relationships. Right, all of that shit. It makes you. It makes you question everything, everything. It's incredible. Hideo Kojima is a fucking genius, bro. Legit. And after this episode, when I'm done recording this shit, guess what? I'm diving back in. I'm diving back in. Diving back in, bro. Man, I love video games, man. Video games are incredible, man. Video games are great for your brain. Incredible, you know. And um, a few days ago, I bought the new Pokemon on the Nintendo DS. I'm actually looking at it right now. Uh, I got Pokemon Shield because, bruv, yo, yo, bruv, yo, 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 that Shield Pokemon looks insane, right, bruv? Yo, it's a fucking lion. With a solid mane. Bro, bro. When I saw that, I was like, Jesus, I'm copping shield. I copped Pokemon shield. Right? I haven't played it. It's still sealed and shit. I haven't opened it. You know? So, I look forward to playing that. Um, the queen has a uh, uh, Nintendo 2DS. Right? And um, she's been playing Pokemon Ultra Sun, right? And her first Pokemon, like the Pokemon that she chose first, was a Pokemon by the name of Litten, right? And the Pokemon, right, evolved, right? Because Pokemon evolve. And uh, it evolved from Litten to Taracat, right? And um, a few days Ago, uh, Toracat evolved to uh, something else, right? 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 Toracat evolved into Incineroar. And, bruv, Incineroar looks crazy, right? Incineroar is a humanoid. Incineroar is not a Pokemon. Incineroar is a guy, okay? <laughs> okay? Hey, yo, bro, look, <laughs> look, you know, like, bruv, Incineroar looks insane. Do your Googles, bro. Okay, do your Googles. Check out Incineroar. It's spelled I-N-C-I-N-E-R-O-A-R. Incineroar. Incineroar is somebody's father. Bruv, you know what? Um, I'm going to play you my reaction to when uh, the queen told me that her Torah cat evolved into Incineroar, right? Just listen to this shit, bruv. Dude, I was gone. I almost died laughing. Legit, bruv. Listen to this shit. Yo, your Pokemon, your Pokemon. 
Pokemon needs to get a job. <laughs> Put me in a Pokeball. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, Phil. Yo, Incineroar is not a Pokemon. It's wild. Incineroar is just some guy, you know? <laughs> really evolved, man. I was so excited. I'm thinking he's gonna look like a lioness type thing. <laughs> he really looked like. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was so scared. I'm like, nah, go back. Back. It looks like it's a father. Your family's in a row. Take it back. <laughs> Yo. Just take care of your Pokemon and then we Yo, have fam. to like, comb it and brush it. I'm like, it's a whole <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> it's a father. Yo, your Pokemon came off stressed. I was like, what? Your Pokemon got bills. It was with a text number. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fam, your Pokemon is a deadbeat dad. <laughs> yo, fam, yo, fam, what kind of Pokemon is that? Yo, yo, Incineroar, yo, Incineroar is crazy. Yo, your Pokemon is to get a job, fam. Yo. Yo, you got a whole dude in a Pokeball. Dude. That's a guy. Like you're somebody's father, fam. Dude, your Tora cat, like, it, you know, it, from a boy to a man. You know, it oh, grew man. from a boy to a man. You know, I remember when it was Liddy, you know, Liddin. Little man, yeah. yeah. She was so cute. <laughs> and then what happened? <laughs> and then she became Torquette, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you saw the changes. You saw the changes a little bit. It got bigger, right? It got bigger. Okay, and then what happened? In a week, three, like three phases of this. Oh my god, they grew up so fast. From listen yeah. to Torquette. <laughs> And then they were like, "Your cat is evolving." <laughs> I'm out there with the biggest smile on some. Yes. You're getting something nice. Oh, when I saw it, it was in Sonoro. I'm like, "Oh, nah, it's a mistake." <laughs> reset, reset the shit. Nah, nah. Your Pokemon is gonna mortgage. <laughs> Pokemon got that. What? Nah, 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 nah. Yo, your Incineroar is wild. It, like, it takes you for a walk. A literal walk because it's on his two feet. What am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> Your Pokemon is bipedal, bro. Yeah, go back that's to your a dude. four legs. Nah, take it. No, go back. Yo, that's a guy, fam. That's it a guy. Went from cute to gangster, I don't like. Yo, what if... What if Incineroar is Bigfoot? Oh, my goodness. I'd believe that. Fam, your Pokemon is Bigfoot. 
<laughs> your fat. Kill your Pokemon is Bigfoot. Jesus. You're Incineroar, man. Incineroar as well. And that fire belt. Like, oh, what is happening? Come here, big nuts. That's how my pincher lost weight. Right? <laughs> That's an ab belt. That's an ab belt. It's for the abs. Right? That's an ab belt. That's how my pincher lost weight. Oh my god. I'm Lilo with big nuts, you know? <laughs> yeah, your Pokemon is crazy. Your Pokemon is wild, man. Well, yo, what a time to be alive, man. What a time. What a time. Yo. What a time. <sighs> Come out, Incineroar! about Incineroar, aren't you? After being off the field for nearly three years, the 32-year-old free agent quarterback practiced in front of representatives from several NFL teams in Atlanta today, but the workout was abruptly moved to a high school football stadium south of the city at almost the last minute. It was supposed to be held at the Atlanta Falcons training facility in a northern suburb, but the location was switched. We're told so media could be present so the process could be more transparent. Kaepernick's football career took a hard turn after he began kneeling during the national anthem to protest social and racial injustice. And that sparked arguably the biggest social justice movement in sports, a powerful Nike campaign, an NFL settlement, and even tweets from President Trump. CNN's Andy Schultz joins us now. Andy, you guys had a busy day. Tell us more about this decision to move the practice and what came of it. It certainly was a wild day on and it wasn't the plan, but Colin Kaepernick finally did take the field here at this high school stadium south of Atlanta. And what he hopes uh, is the next step of getting back into the NFL. Uh, once he was on the field, he did some stretching. He then threw uh, many passes to the receivers that he brought with him uh, here to this stadium, did some short passes, some deep passes. And then after the workout was over, Kaepernick walked down the field and went and greeted and signed autographs for the hundreds of fans that just showed up to this stadium once 
it became public. Now, Kaepernick, didn't, Kaepernick did not speak with the media and take questions, but he did give us a statement. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth, stop running from the people. We're out here, we're ready to play, we're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Malley, is ready to talk to any team, I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. Now, as I said a moment ago, this stadium was not the plan today. The plan was to have this workout at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. The NFL was going to hold the workout. It was going to be a closed session. The media was not going to be allowed. Now, the media, myself and others, were outside the Falcons practice facility waiting uh, for Kaepernick to arrive. I watched many team personnel, scouts arrive at the facility. Other people were there waiting for this workout to start. And then about 45 minutes right before it was to begin, Kaepernick's representatives announced it was off. And one of the reasons they announced it was off was because the NFL wanted Kaepernick to sign a liability waiver that included some employment terms. Now, I caught up with Kaepernick's agent here at the field, Jeff Nally, and asked him what went wrong today. Colin worked out yesterday here at a university. They asked for an injury waiver as well. Uh, so Colin and the, on the four receivers that were here, they all signed it, no problem. Uh, we allowed them to sign it. We sent that form to the NFL League office, and they denied it. The one that they sent over was five or six pages, and his lawyers had problems with it. What was the biggest problem with it? I'll let the lawyers talk about that, but there were, they wanted him to waive his right to certain claims and issues. And, and again, the, the purpose for a waiver like that is to protect them if he gets hurt or these receivers get hurt, and that's not what that waiver was. Yeah, Nally also telling me that uh, in the end, he feels that the NFL putting on this unprecedented workout for Kaepernick was in just a PR stunt. Now, the NFL did release a very lengthy statement saying they were disappointed that Kaepernick and his representatives decided to uh, move and leave uh, their scheduled workout to this stadium here. And they did say that they sent Kaepernick uh, just a standard waiver. Now, Anna, uh, when we were at the Falcons practice facility waiting for the workout to begin, I saw at least 20 scouts uh, enter that facility to watch that workout. Once we got to this stadium here, uh, only eight scouts came to this workout. Will one of those eight scouts end up signing Kyle Kaepernick? We'll have to wait and see. 2,000 years later. So let me get this straight. Colin Kaepernick has been working out all of this time. Him, people in his camp, his close ones, loved ones, everybody talking about he wants to play football. He wants to play football. He's ready to play. Just give him the chance. So what does the NFL do? Recognizing that teams need a shield because they need something to hide behind because they know that, guess what? If we bring this brother in for a workout and we don't like him or we don't want him, who knows what we're going to get accused of. We need cover. So the NFL provides that. I have no doubt Jay-Z's involved. I have no doubt Roger Goodell is involved. I have no doubt there's a host of people involved, but forget all of that. This man 
one of the champs. 25 teams show up in Georgia at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, state-of-the-art facility, NFL personnel, equipment, everything, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Not Tuesday when he found out about it. Not Wednesday, not Thursday, not Friday, Saturday. Three hours before the workout. Because of some issue with a liability waiver. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. Colin Kaepernick wants the media. This Colin Kaepernick, media can't find him. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants to do it. He wants the media available now. You see? You see? He don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. But guess what? It ain't working this time. All of us believe that Colin Kaepernick would have showed out. And if he had showed out, I'm here to tell you, I believe he would have had a job inside of two weeks. But it didn't happen because he didn't show. He wanted to show up to a high school in Georgia. Not an NFL facility, a high school. And then YouTube it live. Like the average Joe out there gets to decide if he's on the NFL roster. You don't want to work. You just want to make noise. And you want to control the narrative. It's over. Colin Kaepernick's aspiration in the NFL for an NFL career. It's over. Talk to y'all Monday on first take. Wow. Congratulations, you played Congratulations. yourself. Congratulations, you played, you played yourself. yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, Congratulations. you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Hey, dog, look. Hey, dog, look. Hey, dog, look. The kids are all right. The kids are all right. <laughs> Come and sing, bro. Oh, tomorrow, no, 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 no. Uh, yes. The mic. Here's the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clear your throat. Mhm. Yeah. Clear your throat. Come through. Come through. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Stand right here. Are you ready, bro? Yo, the, Yo, dude is a diva, bro. Sing! Come here, right here. Okay, want me to count you down? Or like, okay, cool. Five, four, three, two, one, sing. Up tomorrow will bring better you, better me. Mm-hmm. And that I'll show this world. We could more, we could be. Mm-hmm. You should never give up on your hopes and your dreams. Mm-hmm. You can get up, get up, get into it, get it on. 
to be strong. If we try, we can fly to a whole not place. All we need is belief and a friend we can trust. Mm-hmm. We can go anywhere we want, any road we decide to take. And we never, never, never too far from tomorrow today. Mm-hmm. If tomorrow is light in a place where there's none, then now is the time to reflect in us all. Mm-hmm. You're not at all in this world. Mm-hmm. And we all can be lost. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get up, get up, get over it, get it on till we drop. If we try, we can fly to a place in the sun. Mm-hmm. All we need is better dreams and a friend we can We can go anywhere we want, mm-hmm. any road we can take. And we never are too far from tomorrow. To everybody's tomorrow is just for us to share. Mm-hmm. And you're going to send a message of love. Tomorrow, hey, mm-hmm. there's a promise of love. Tomorrow, hey, some special and something we know will last and last. No, that's, no, no, that's fire. That's fire. You drop the, mic. drop the mic. Oh. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. I like that. Shy. I like that. Like. We now return to your regular programming. Word is South Africa is fucking up bricks. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? Yo, first and foremost, this fucking association is not fish scale. Okay? Bricks is not fish scale. So how the fuck are we fucking up bricks? Bro, yo, yo, these motherfuckers are saying South Africa is fucking up bricks. A five-country association. We are all supposed to be fucking emerging economies, right? How the fuck are we fucking up bricks when we are all still emerging? Huh? Hey, yo, bro, Jay-Z lost 92 bricks and he had to fall back. Guess what, bro? We ain't falling back. Fuck these bricks. Legit. Fam, South Africa... Is a country of 57 million jerk-offs. How the fuck are we fucking up bricks? Huh? How the fuck are we fucking up the bag? How are we fumbling the ball? We are so fucking tiny. We have no real influence. How the fuck are we fucking up bricks? Hey, yo, bruv, look. The last time I checked. The other four bricks members... Fuck-ups. Probably the biggest fuck-ups on the planet. Brazil. Ayo, bruv. Brazil is a fucking mess. Okay? The president of Brazil didn't want to allow funding to the fucking firefighters who were fighting the Amazon fires. But we are fucking up bricks. Huh? Hey, yo, bruv, 
Russia is out there bombing hospitals at a thousand miles per hour in Syria. These motherfuckers are committing war crimes in real time. But somehow, some way, South Africa is fucking up bricks. Huh? Well, India, bro. I mean India. I mean India, you know? India is a fucking disaster. It's a fucking disaster. Motherfuckers be out here saying, Oh, India is the world's biggest democracy. Really? Is it really? Huh? Is it? Do you know how corrupt India is, bruv? I mean, bruv, they scandal after scandal in India, bruv. The fucking politics are a disaster. Right? Everything is a fucking mess over there. But somehow, we are fucking up bricks. Bruv, look at what India is doing to fucking Pakistan. But somehow, some way, we are fucking up bricks. How? Look at China. They are out there attacking people. Right? They are attacking people who are fighting for their fucking freedom. Think about that. China is attacking people in Hong Kong. People who are fighting for their democracy, bruv. China is against democracy, but somehow, some way, South Africa is fucking up bricks. How, Sway? How? How? How the fuck are we fucking up bricks? Please break it down to me. Break down the mathematics. How the fuck are we doing that? Oh, South Africa is letting the other BRICS countries down. How, Sway? How? How? Oh, South Africa ranks only fourth out of the five BRICS countries in its level of compliance with the commitments it made. At the last summit of the forum in Johannesburg last year. Hey, yo, bruv. Who gives a fuck? We ain't bombing hospitals. Not everything is about fucking dollars and cents. Well, I'm wrong. Everything is about dollars and cents. To these motherfuckers. To these fucking politicians. Right? Motherfuckers are out there going, oh, yeah. How much did they make last year? Huh? How much did they contribute to BRICS? How much do they contribute to the world? How much money do they have saved? How much money are they spending? How much money? Money. The fuck is going on? Not everything is about money. Ah, I'm wrong again. Everything is about money to these motherfuckers. Everything is about money to these motherfuckers. The fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Oh, the fucking BRICS research group said South Africa is out here letting the other group's countries down. Who gives a fuck, bro? We are not attacking people for their belief in democracy. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Okay? We ain't doing that.
We are not India. We are not attacking fucking Muslims. Right? Oh, this is a Hindu country. Oh, this is a fucking Hindu country. If you ain't Hindu, get out of here, man. We are not doing that. Well, we had those xenophobic attacks, but still. Okay? We nipped it in the bud. That's what we do. We are South Africa. All I'm trying to say is. All I'm trying to say is, bro. How the fuck are we fucking up an association of fuck-ups? How? We are all fuck-ups. So how the fuck are we fucking up an association of fuck-ups? A clique of fuck-ups. How the fuck are we doing that? Always blame the black country, huh? Always blame the black guy. Always. Everything always falls back on us, huh? Everything. The biggest scapegoats on the planet. Black people. Black countries. It's always us. It's always us. Right? We are the world's punching bag. It's always us. The fuck are these people talking about? Oh, we are letting down the other BRICS countries. Fuck out of here. The other BRICS countries are letting themselves down. The fuck are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about, bro? These people are fucking insane, bro. These people are fucking insane. We ain't letting anybody down, bro. Legit, we are all fuck-ups, bro. We are all fuck-ups. And that's a fact. Real rugged and raw. Bruv, last week, Xi Jinping, China's forever president, was in Greece. Right? He was out there fucking shaking hands, kissing babies. Doing what politicians do. Doing what fucking dictators do. It's all propaganda. Right? It's all propaganda. Like, yo, if they see me with an infant, they're going to think, hey, this fucking guy's a good guy. I mean, sure, he has killed millions of people, but look at him. Look at how happy that baby is in his arms. Okay? That's how these motherfuckers think. It's all propaganda. Right? He was out there fucking shaking hands, kissing babies, doing what he does. Probably fucking hoes. Right? Learning about fucking Greek mythology. And then just, you know, just fucking staying away from the democracy stuff, you know? (laughs) You know? Staying away from all of this, you know, yeah, let's be equal shit. Staying away from all that. But he likes everything else. Right? He likes everything else. Bruv, Xi Jinping was out there, you know, doing what he does. Discussing fucking foreign trade, economy, right? Import, export, all of that shit. And then he said something that, that caught my eye and ears. Okay? It caught my fucking eye and ear. 
plural ears. Okay? How about that? Cut my one eye, you know? Am I a fucking pirate? No. It caught my one eye. Right? Both my eyes are good, so I don't know which one, you know, which one to choose. You know, right, left. It is what it is. It caught my one eye and in both my ears. Okay? Oh, oh, you know what, bro? How about I get a fucking bindi? How How about the fucking bindi be my eye? How about that? My third eye open. I'm woke. Nope. Nope. We ain't doing that. Uh-uh. I'm not a part of the fucking woke industrial complex. Nope. We ain't doing that. All I'm saying is, it caught my eye. Okay? Fucking Xi Jinping said, the thing that caught my eye that Xi Jinping said is, he was like, hey, yo, look, I love working with these guys. These guys are good guys. I mean, your motherfuckers know that China and Greece are natural partners, right? Right? Like, China and Greece are natural partners. Bruv, when I read that, I was like, huh? Wait, what? Huh? Wait, hmm? Wait, huh? Wait, huh? Whoa. Natural what? Huh? Natural partners? China and Greece are natural partners, according to Xi Jinping. Wait, whoa. Hmm. what? Wait, huh? Hey, yo, bro. Hey, bro. In what universe is China and Greece a fucking marriage made in fucking heaven? Huh? In what universe are China and Greece natural partners? The fuck are we talking about? Hey, yo, Xi Jinping. Hey, bro, how about hold your horses there, buddy? Huh? Hey, how about relax? Relax. Hey, yo, bro, look, 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 look. If you know your history, you know that. China and Greece are the oldest civilizations in the world. Okay? And you know what, bruv? That's where the similarities stop. Okay? That's it. That's it. The only thing that China and Greece have in common is the fact that they are the two oldest civilizations on this here earth. Okay? Ayo, bro. Xi Jinping. China and Greece are not natural partners. Okay? Greece invented uh, democracy, bro. Okay? They had fucking sortition. You hear me, bro? They had sortition. They had fucking random motherfuckers in parliament making decisions for the rest of the country. It don't matter who it was. It could have been a fucking, a street hawker. A hooker. Okay? Okay? A fucking rapper. In Athens, burying niggas to death. 
helping anybody, bro. A hobo. Anybody, an accountant, a fucking lawyer, a blacksmith. They have sortition, bruv. Random motherfuckers made it to parliament. Back in the days. In Greece. They invented uh, democracy, bro. They have sortition. Okay? I mean, I mean, granted. Granted. You know, back in the days, right? Like, their form of democracy wasn't, you know, wasn't equal, right? Women weren't allowed, but the fact of the matter is, they had random motherfuckers every year popping up in parliament and discussing real issues, bruv. It was fair, right? And it was equal, sorta, kinda. Okay? But that's neither here nor there. The truth is, Greece invented democracy, bro. Xi Jinping, on the other hand, is president forever. Okay? Okay? Hey, yo, bro. Xi Jinping is president forever. Legit. President for life. For life. For fucking life. He's a president in perpetuity, bruv. Forever. He's an immovable object, bro. It is what it is. Meanwhile, Greece has both a prime minister and a president. Ain't that some shit? Huh? Greece has a prime minister whom is the head of government. And they have a president... Who is the head of state? Incredible! Incredible, bro! Xi Jinping was out there chilling with fucking Kariakos Mitsotakis. Greece, prime minister. Out there shaking hands, kissing babies, talking about energy, talking about banking. It is what it is. All I'm saying is... All I'm saying is, China and Greece are not natural partners. Okay? They are not natural partners, bruv. One has democracy and one has dictatorship. That's how it works. Okay? Xi Jinping is a president forever. Greece has a prime minister and a president. They got two of them. (laughs) Okay? Hey, bro, hey, bro, they got two of them. They couldn't decide, bro. They were like, you know what? Hey, bro, just give us, just give us the two of them. Both of them are welcome. Incredible. Incredible, bro. All I'm saying is the world is insane. And I feel as though most of these people who are in power, they don't know politics. They don't know history. Like, what is Xi Jinping talking about when he says Greece and China are natural partners? Like, bro, dude, only a person who's out of touch makes that kind of statement. Okay? Evidently, this guy doesn't know his history. Evidently, this dude doesn't really understand politics. And he's a president forever. Think about that. I mean, bro, look. Look, if you know your history and your politics, right? 
You wouldn't make such statements because you would know how those statements would be viewed by the world. Right? Dudes will be out here fucking, you know, correcting you all over the place. Dudes like me. People who understand how this whole thing works. Okay? Ayo, bruv. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. China and Greece are not natural partners. And South Africa is not messing up bricks. Bricks is already messed up. There is a Russia in there. Okay? There is Brazil in there. There is India in there. India is corrupt. There is China in there. Bruh, yo, you know what? You know what? The world is flat out crazy. And our leaders, put that in air quotes, don't know what they're doing. They have no clue what they are doing. And this is the case all over the world. It don't matter if you are in Scandinavia. It don't matter if you are in Africa. It don't matter if you are in North America, South America. It don't matter. Okay? These leaders don't know what they're doing. I mean, bro, yo, dude, did y'all see what's happening in the EU? Bro, yo, dude. There's this huge story about how uh, politicians in the EU are out there funneling cash from the EU's farm subsidies and passing it on to their friends. they funneling cash to their friends, bruv. Their friends are becoming billionaires and multimillionaires. Meanwhile, the poor farmers in the EU are struggling. But we are supposed to sit here in Africa, right? And think that, oh, the EU is some kind of a fucking utopia. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know what, bruv? I'm out of here, man. Stamatis Plakas has no doubts about the benefits of China's presence in Greece's largest port. His crew repaints ships, but during Greece's economic crisis, they lost most of their work. Now that's changed. The work has increased fivefold. The Chinese were important because they came in as a large entity with money, and customers trust large companies. Blakas and his crew are going to repaint this 50,000-ton tanker. The Piraeus Port Authority's shipyard couldn't normally have handled such a large ship. But three years ago, the state-owned China Ocean Shipping Company, or Costco, bought a controlling stake in the port. And last year, it brought two floating docks to expand its ship repair business. Costco has big plans. It's going to build berths for the world's largest cruise ships and turn the port's empty warehouses into four- and five-star hotels. Costco has increased Piraeus' container business sevenfold during the decade that it's been managing it. There's no arguing with the numbers. Costco has invested $2 billion here over the past decade and created 2,000 direct new jobs. And it plans to invest almost another billion dollars in the next five years to create another 2,000 jobs. Such growth would be unimaginable under Greek state control. The question is, what are the political ramifications of such a strategic Chinese state investment in Greece? The three-month-old conservative government here has reaffirmed the country's ties to the EU and US.
But Greece and China are commercially important to each other. The Institute for International and Economic Studies estimates that Piraeus is now the entry point for 10% of China's exports to Europe. That's worth as much as $50 billion to the Chinese economy. But many say Greece isn't reaping the full benefits. I think that the Greek side may not be gaining more than 1% of the overall benefits to be drawn from this project. Compare the overall worth of those commodities to what is actually getting into Greece's state coffers. And you will see that there's a huge gap between the two figures. When Chinese President Xi Jinping and Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis meet, that may also be a major subject for discussion. John Saropoulos, Al Jazeera, Piraeus. Both sides see China and Greece as natural partners for building the Belt and Road. We would like to mesh the Belt and Road Initiative more closely with the development strategy of this country. We look forward to implementing cooperation plans in priority areas and to fully leverage the transshipment role of the port of Piraeus and to further strengthen the transportation capacity of the China-Europe land-sea express line. I'm sure we'll make the most of the Joint Committee on Economy and Trade and continually expand two-way trade and mutual investment and to unleash the potential in energy, transportation and financial cooperation. And uh, this marks uh, the important thing in the day. I'm talking about the signing of 16 government and business uh, agreements uh, between Greece and China and many levels and many different sectors. So this is a road that we've now opened, but this road will soon become a highway because our bilateral collaboration will become even stronger. Ahead of a press conference, President Xi and Greek Prime Minister had in-depth talks on strengthening bilateral relations and mapping out the blueprint for future cooperation. President Xi is in Greece for a three-day state visit. It's the first visit by a Chinese leader to the European nation in 11 years. I'm fucking Maui Mao, bro, bro, that's who I be, bro, 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 bro. Beasy the young nigga crying. And I don't give a fuck, I'm baby look, I don't care. A little weird ass young little bitch. Dead homie just stepped on my shoes, on Gio. Where she go, little bald head ass little girl? These little two little dykes right here. Dyke ass bitches. You bitches is dykes. The fuck up. And he's still over here crying and shit. Crybaby ass nigga. Throw another rock. I'ma come beat your bald head ass up. I don't give a fuck with you, girl, right now. I don't give a fuck with you. Throw another one. I'ma beat you up in front of your little your brother. I don't beat you. Get your little slow ass out of my face. You little ass fat nigga. Barney looking ass nigga. Throw your other tooth in the middle.
Powder bag pack on my back. Mall pieces and automat mat. Mall pieces and automat. Powder bag pack on my back. Look at me, bomb hella set. Look at me, bomb hella set. Powder bag pack on my back. Mall pieces and automat mat. Look at me, bum, how to set. Look at me, bum, how to set. Out of backpack on my back. Mouthpiece is an automatic.